Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, myself and Bully Ray break down Monday Night Raw Definitely want to hear what we have to say about what we saw for the three hours of Monday Night Raw. Also, this is a historic time in pro wrestling. Think about it. 92,000 tickets sold for WrestleMania 40 so far. Over 82,000 for All In this weekend. What's the bigger accomplishment? We asked that question and we try to answer it right now on the Busted Open Podcast. What's bigger? Is it all in, AEW all in? I, so, I, I got to stop you for a second. I'm sorry. Okay. Because I don't, I'm not trying to fan the flames of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here, Dave? I'm not trying to start an argument within the wrestling community. No, no, AEW, I don't think it is. WWE. And you just said, what's bigger? Um, I think the, the very specific question is, what's a bigger accomplishment? as of today and i gotta and i have to be very specific with the words that we use because wwe sold ninety-one thousand tickets over two days correct yes sold aew has distributed over eighty-three thousand tickets would that be correct yes there's a difference there because if you've distributed 83,000 tickets, maybe you sold 75,000 and you distribute and you gave away another seven or 8,000 for free. Possible. So I'm, you know, I, I'm just, I, I, I'm just trying to err on the, the, the more generous side for AEW, but what's a bigger accomplishment to date selling 91,000 over two days we're distributing 83,000 for Wembley. Well, I mean, first of all, and like you said, we got to be careful because there's even a, a clip that we're going to put out on social media uh, from the town hall with MJF talking about this feud that's really just between fans when it comes to the WWE and AEW. I think, I think, Bully, we can agree on that, that this is strictly just about fans. Like, I don't think this is that goes beyond that than just fans bickering. But... 
both the WWE and AEW, I think we could both agree on as well. These are major accomplishments. Like these are historic major accomplishments. Like this isn't like this is so good for the pro wrestling business as a whole. Bully, you and I had a conversation yesterday. Like pro wrestling is really hot. Thus the hashtag busted open twenty four seven and you know, hopefully some of these zombies will, you know, snap out of it and make this channel twenty four seven based on the fact that pro wrestling is so hot right now. And I want to thank uh some of the zombies um that did attend our town hall yesterday. And for those who didn't, I know who you are too and I will remember that. Uh but you know pro wrestling is very, very hot right now, bully. So um for for me like these are major accomplishments that we're seeing because I grew up in a time bully is parade of champions from world-class championship wrestling, Kerry Von Erich versus Ric Flair. 42,000 fans were in attendance at Texas stadium in 1984 and bullied. I was like, Holy shit. You know, this is like, that's insane that there's actually 42,000 fans at a wrestling event. And now we're seeing these historic numbers when it comes to pro wrestling. I mean, bully, did you ever think when you were a fan that you were going to get two nights of WrestleMania at a stadium? Like this is insane numbers. So it's major accomplishments on both sides. I mean, I remember, uh, you know, WrestleMania at Texas stadium. That was that one night or two, Dave. That was, Texas. uh, it, it was, well, it wasn't Texas stadium. It was the new, uh, AT&T stadium. stadium, AT&T stadium. No, that was, that was just the first one was one night. It was one, night. one night. I remember doing yeah. 101,000 people. And I was like, holy crap, 101,000 yeah. people being blown away. 91,000 people in, in one day distributed over two nights. I mean, it would be pretty easy to say that, uh, you know, some of those people bought for both nights, but, that would have been well over 125,000 people if that was one one WrestleMania, I believe. Yes, yeah. Um, um, I have to give the edge to the WWE based on that one word, sold. Cold hard cash for one ticket. Sold this many tickets for this amount of money and in one day broke all records. What ha- WW what AEW has done at such a young age is a major achievement also. It's huge. But as we talked about yesterday on the phone Dave, it's a little bit different with AEW. And I use we I, when mean when me and you make comparisons I normally always go back to the world of rock and roll. Sometimes you and Mark and definitely Tommy, you'll go back to sports. Yes. But for me, the comparison is all about rock and roll and you're a huge Alice Cooper fan. And if Alice had not toured in 20 years, or, or let's say Alice had never toured before, never got a chance to see Alice Cooper live. And Alice Cooper was going to go on tour. But the tour was going to last one night. And that one show was going to be at the Rose Bowl in Pasadena, California. 
that holds about 100,000 people. Would you get on a plane to go see that show? Yes. Because you knew they weren't coming any closer. They weren't coming to Texas. They weren't coming to uh, uh, Florida. They weren't coming to New York. They weren't coming anywhere near Jersey. (laughs) (laughs) That's there was, it was one show and one show only. And you had no idea if you'd ever get to see Alice Cooper again. That's what's going on with AEW. It is a huge one-off. It is a once in a lifetime opportunity as of right now for wrestling fans in England, Spain, Scotland, Germany, Italy, and for from performing in all of these countries, I can tell you how passionate those wrestling fans are, obviously the English wrestling fans, right there, right off the bat in England, the wrestling fans there, you know, just getting to that, that state will be easy, but in Scotland, in Germany, in Italy, in Ireland, all of these wrestling countries, loyal wrestling fans who are going to make that pilgrimage to Wembley because they have no idea if they will ever see AEW live again. They hope but there's no guarantee. And that's why AEW is drawing this house. That is the number one reason, in my opinion, because they're drawing from all of Europe. Safe to say, yes or no? Yeah, I I think that's safe to say. I think that's safe to say. But I also feel this, and because my answer is going to be different than yours. By the way, there is no wrong answer here because these are, again, we're talking about they're both major big accomplishments, but I, I'm going to, if I had to choose, I think that the bigger accomplishment and, and by far, I think a more important show is going to be all in on Sunday and, and, and important bully is even a separate discussion. We can get into that afterwards, but I think it's a bigger accomplishment and here's why, you know, WrestleMania, I feel it's like I said, it's the Super Bowl. It's going to sell out and it's going to do well no matter what. The WWE is such a big brand, especially right now, that like we're seeing what's going on with the WWE. They're selling out everywhere. Case in point, just what we saw last night and what we've been seeing, not only with Raws and SmackDown, but with live events. So it doesn't surprise me that they've already sold that many tickets. And again, that's record break. They've already, as as was reported yesterday by the WWE, they've already made more money on WrestleMania 40, that's eight months away, than they did at WrestleMania 39. It's that's that's mind blowing. So again, I'm not taking anything away from the WWE at all because this is insane. The amount of money that this company is making, but I think for AEW, it's a bigger accomplishment just for the fact, bully that. Five years ago was the first all-in. Now, for those who don't know, but I'm sure most of our listeners do, that all-in show wasn't an AEW show. Why? Because there was no AEW five years ago. There was no AEW. The conversation, and Bully, you and I more probably more than any two people had many a conversation on the air on this show about can they sell it out? Can you get 10,000 fans for this show? 
And then we, we realized when tickets went on sale 45 minutes later, they were able to. But that was 10,000 people. We were actually having the conversation, can you get 10,000 people for this show? And now we're talking about 82,000 people at a show. AEW, again, I understand the honeymoon period's over. It's time to call, stop calling this a baby company. But you do have to realize that this company has been around less than five years. To be able to put on a show, to have this many fans in this short a period of time, I think is just a mind-blowing, major, record-breaking accomplishment. Again, Bully, your answer, I understand it, completely understand it. Like, there's no wrong answer here, but I probably have to side with All In on Sunday as a bigger accomplishment. That's totally fine, and I understand your rationale. I think from a perception point of view, AEW gets the nod because it's such a young company. Uh, Being involved in a young company myself called ECW, we would never even think about doing something. We wouldn't think about doing something in a in a twenty thousand seat arena, let alone in uh, you know ninety thousand seat sta- uh, outdoor stadium. So yes, I give the nod to AEW for the perception of what they're going to be able to do. Re- in reality, what the WWE is doing is to me bigger it's a dollars and cents thing the show is eight months away they've already broken all records it's about the cold hard facts and when the cold hard facts are backed by you know cold hard cash you know you can't the numbers don't lie as a wrestling fan you know it's hard all the blood the sweat the tears the chairs it's a hard day out there and do you know what tastes incredible after a hard day in the ring A Mike's Hard Lemonade. You get all hot and bothered, and then you can cool off with an ice-cold hard lemonade. Since day one, Mike's Hard Lemonade has been making lemonade the hard way. They take three kinds of lemons, all hand-picked from family farms, and cold-press them to create a taste like no other. They choose to do things the hard way because they know hard days deserve a hard lemonade. That's why for 25 years, Nothing has tasted better after a hard day than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. Find now in store, Mike's is hard, so is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium malt beverage with flavors. Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. Here you are. BPMs high, sweat dripping, body moving, tongue panting you're working hard real hard and you're thirsty you need vitamins nutrients for peak performance and energy and your plants do too Aww. i mean just look at the little guy water soluble plant food from miracle grow is full of essential nutrients just a little scoop into your watering can and boom instant feeding and bigger more beautiful plants it's kind of like a sports drink for your plants you may have to suffer from heat but your plants do not The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. 
to get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month. Go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hey everyone, Jen Piacenti here, host of Sticks and Stacks, the podcast that brings you the very best action from the world of hockey and baseball. Each week, myself, Sean Drotar, and Nate Lundy will bring you our best picks and talk you through the props, bets, and fantasy advice that can help you become the best fantasy manager in your league, or even just help you win some money. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, free for most subscribers. Let's get into that intercontinental match from last night, Bully. You know, like Ace said, shocked me. I was pretty shocked to see Gunther, even though it was a count out, lose a match like he did last night on Monday Night Raw. Your thoughts? Did you hear the reaction from the people when Gable got announced the winner, despite it only being a count out victory? It was a pretty loud pop for Gable. It popped almost as loud as if he would have pinned Gunther. I mean, maybe that's a bit of a stretch, but they were very happy to see Gunther lose. They are presenting Gunther and Gable in a David versus Goliath-esque story where David has more than a good opportunity to beat Goliath. They're both extremely well-rounded wrestlers in the ring. Very good at what they do. Lots of gas in both of their tanks. Gable can throw Gunther around with the same veracity in which Gunther can chop Gable. Good stuff. I want to see Gunther surpass Pedro, number one all-time on the list, which is basically right around the corner, right? Yes. Um, I like... There's not an aspect of Gunther's game that I do not like. From beginning to end, from entrance to presentation, to match, to promo, to look, you name it, I'm into Gunther 100%. Yep. There's no... His psychology I love, his transitions I love. 
his facials. Now, does he have WWE World Heavyweight Champion potential? World Heavyweight Champion? Yes. Universal Champion? Remains to be seen. Uh, really quick, it's Honky Tonk Man that Gunther's chasing, and right now he is less than 20 days away from surpassing uh, the Honky Tonk Man as the longest reigning intercontinental champion. So uh, that's that's that I I would think that we're gonna see that. I'd be surprised if we don't bully. Um, I I got to give the WWE a lot of credit from what I saw last night, bully, because they're building up Gunther in a way that he's unstoppable. They could have easily had him beat Chad Gable one two three in the middle of the ring, and Gunther moves on. I think a lot of fans were expecting to see that. The fact they didn't go that way, you get the shock factor, which you want to see more and more in the world of the WWE. Brings Chad Gable up to a point where, hey, now you can buy into Chad Gable actually beating Gunther. And it builds up Chad Gable. And that's what's important. I don't think long-term Gunther is hurt at all by that loss, but it really helps Chad Gable. And like you said, the reaction from that crowd, that was a major win all around for the WWE last night. And they're not forcing Chad Gable out of the group. What I mean is we know that Chad Gable is an accomplished wrestler. We know that Chad Gable is an Olympic wrestler. They're not taking him out of a, what's the name of the group again? They're not. Imperium. Um, no, no, not. Imperium. Oh, no. Oh, you mean Chad Alpha Gable. Academy? Yeah. They're not forcing him out of Alpha Academy and this comedy shtick thing and putting him right into these credible matches. They're easing him out of Alpha Academy because if they would have just taken him out, like eased him out of Alpha Academy into this match and all of a sudden he gets this win over Gunther, I don't think it would have been as believable. That count out victory to start with, I thought was a good way to begin. Yeah, I thought, I thought it was actually fantastic. Now, on that side, you bring up the positive side, which is what they did with Chad Gable last night. I was really shocked and surprised what Chelsea Green and Piper Niven did to Carter and Chance last night. Why? Um, because there's not a lot of women tag teams out there. I think Chance and Carter has potential to be a big team. It was a no, non-title. You don't think so? No, their physicality is quite lackluster and not believable. And I trained Caden. So um, they are very, very petite women who need to lay their shit in considerably if they want me to believe in them. Then if that's the case, Bully, and you'll know better because you have that eye, why bring Carter and Chance to the main roster if they weren't ready for that opportunity. How long have they both been in NXT? They've been there for a while. Let's throw them in the deep end and see if they can swim. And if they can't swim, we'll see what we'll do with them next. Or maybe they just need ladies up there who can do the favor when it needs to be done, like it was last night. I'm, I'm watching them move around the ring, and I can see that everything that is being thrown 
is just barely connecting. If if I'm Caden Carter or uh, what what did they rename the other girl? It's uh, Caden Carter and K- Katana Chance. They need to be throwing themselves at women like Piper Niven with reckless abandon. The way Tiger Mask used to throw himself at the Dynamite Kid with the original suicide dives just in hopes that somebody will come off their feet. Not these little double team moves that we invented, like I'll slide out and you slide in and you hold the girl and you'll get on my shoulders and you you do a flippy thing. It don't work. They should be the ultimate underdogs who just go to the top, missile drop kicks, high cross bodies. And when Piper Niven catches one girl in a high cross body, the other girl goes to the top rope and missile drop kicks so they can finally bump Piper Niven. That's what these girls need to be doing. I I am not a believer in their physicality. It's a lot easier to say I'm sorry. Lay your shit in. Well, it's one thing to take a loss. I think that match was like a little over a minute long. So I don't it was, think it was a glorified like, squash match. Yeah, that's what that's what again. It surprised me. Go ahead. But I like the way they did it because who won the match for the team? What uh, Piper Niven? Piper Niven did all the work while Chelsea is laying there and she has to get carried away. So yes. the dynamic between Chelsea and Piper, you know, is going to should become entertaining if they allow it to be. Well, I mean, I I think that's what this. It's really again, unfortunately, it's not about the championships. It's really about the relationship and the dynamic between Chelsea Green and Piper Niven. Piper Niven just walking in and saying. I'm 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 tagged I'm I'm one half of the tag team champions. You don't have a choice. I am your partner now. And then seeing this dynamic and whether this dynamic can work and how this relationship is going to work moving forward, I think the story there is more much more important than the tag titles. There was something else that happened within with the women last night that actually I, I didn't think it was a good night for the women overall in WWE. I don't think it was a good night for Becky and Trish. I don't think it was a good night for Raquel Rodriguez. Um, I, I, I think we they they need to tighten some screws there. This Becky Trish thing, it's not working. It's not, and. Th- I I watched the crowd and listened to the noise that was coming out and it wasn't matching up. They were covering some stuff up last night. I think there were chants going on within the crowd. Whatever they were chanting in French wasn't exactly, we love this angle. No, I, I, I've heard different reports. Some say that it was, uh, we don't care. And there maybe there was some curse that cursing that was being chanted as well in French. Like it was obvious that the crowd didn't care. And it was almost too like with Trish, the way she laid it on thick when she was making her entrance about being so over the top with the love, you knew that she was going to turn it around. It was so obvious. And I think the fans picked up on that as well. It just isn't working in a dynamic between those two. It's unfortunate bully because we love Trish and Trish is a hall of famer, but the dynamic between her and Becky is not working. And I got to be honest with you. And I've said this before, Becky on the mic does nothing for me. I'm, I'm sorry. 
Now, maybe there's people that feel differently. I just don't buy into her when she's on the microphone and she's talking. I don't get emotionally invested in anything Becky has to say lately. Um, One of the things that had me scratching my head about Trish's verbiage is how Trish said at 24 years old, she was scared. She was terrified, but she still, you know, she still, you know, kicked ass. And then she said, when I was the first main event, uh, I was scared. And I, you know, I still kicked ass. And then when I was this and I became women's champion, I was scared, but I still kicked ass. Well, you're the heel and everything you just said was the truth. And not only was it the truth, it was an emotional truth. And where I said to myself, yeah, Trish, that's right. You did. And I'm even saying to myself as a performer, this girl was terrified the night I had to put herself through a table. But she looked at me and she's like, Bubba, fuck it, do it. We're just going to do it. We had to make out. I was a bloody mess. She had to go through a table. She was terrified of all that stuff. I think she liked kissing me, though. Terrified of all that stuff. But she was like, screw it. Let's just do it. Let's grip it and rip it. So not only did her words resonate with me personally, personally and professionally, but I know the truth. And the truth is that Trish was scared when she got thrown into all these situations because they were big situations for her. But you know what she did? She grabbed the bull by the horn. She went out there. She did it. And she got over. Where's the lie? There's no lie. It forces a fan to sit back and go, yep, you did. And that's why you're a Hall of Famer. And that's why you're one of the best to ever do this in the WWE. How do I boo you? But at least, and this is and this is why I think there's a lot of disconnect, Bully, because like you said, she even mentioned about the cage match. Like, yeah, I'm afraid. I've never been in a cage match before. But, you know, I'm going to do it. Like, it did come across almost like she was the baby face and Becky was the heel. But also the crowd, like, she got lost because the crowd was really on that segment. I think Becky and Trish kind of got lost a little bit in both their promos and they weren't on point but it just feels like with becky and obviously bully as you've said before a lot of this verbiage is scripted verbiage but you got to own it and make it your own the problem with becky's promos is they're very generic and they're very like predictable like you know she's like i break bones but i'm still gonna fight you know uh i have unfinished business with trish and you know, but when I'm always going to fight. the settles I'm, and the smoke clears. Yeah, like, and I, I, you know, I'm, uh, you know, I'm hurt, but I'm unstoppable, and I'm always going to fight. It's just like it's so generic, and it's just like I'm. I, it's impossible to buy in to these words. Plus, for me, Becky's promos every sound almost exactly the same. Like it's cut and paste to me. These promos now is that Becky's fault? No. But at the same time, it's the same verbiage over and over, and it's so generic. It's at the point I, I'm not. I'm really not buying anything that Becky has to say. Um, Becky, Becky's music hits. I get excited. I see Becky. I get excited. As I said a couple of weeks ago, I think Becky looks phenomenal these days. Not that Becky ever looked bad, but she looks better than ever. She comes to the ring. She's got the smile. She's got the red hair. She's got the cool leathers on, blah, blah, blah. And then she talks. And much like you, I'm just like lost. I'm just like, uh, 
There's no, it's all tip of the iceberg stuff. Yes. There's nothing, there's no substance to it. I don't know, I don't know how you can have a megastar, the likes of Becky Lynch, and just not have anything real for her. And you would have thought that this this storyline with Trish would have been some of the most real stuff. You know who Becky needs? Who? She needs the same woman that she's needed from day one. Charlotte. Yeah. Charlotte needs to walk in and just go, hey, Bex, remember me? And there's real life history and tension and animosity and you know becky could play that uber baby face and charlotte could play that uber heel and that dynamic would work how do we know that because it's worked before this isn't working and it's but but you just said it bully and it's that's what the biggest issue is forget about all this forget about who the opponent is forget about any of that it's all tip of the iceberg bullshit it's not deep. It's not. Did you hear that crowd when Becky was talking? It's just like it was like you were taking the like you had the volume turned up to 10 and then just started lowering the volume. Lower. The longer she went, the less invested that crowd was in what Becky had to say. It started off hot because you're like when Becky comes out, she's a star. When Becky comes out, there's a huge ovation. There's a huge reaction. As the segment goes on and Becky begins to talk, it's like turning the volume down on your radio. And then Becky put Trisha's hat on and she was like going to take her jacket off. Nothing. Nothing. No, Nothing. no response. It's it's unfortunate, but I think you have to dive in a little bit deeper. I think you can have a story with Trish and Becky, but make it personal. Make it like, you know, tell how I grew up watching you. I loved you. You were the reason I wanted to become a professional wrestler because of you. Well, and we've now, heard that before. Yeah, but but make it a little bit more personal. Dave, do you remember more. hearing that story back in the day? No, they never told that story back in the day because then it look, makes the men look like children and the women look like girls. Like little so what, boys and little girls. Uh, I remember growing up and watching you on TV and you were my hero. Yeah, they've done that before. So how would you? Well, you're in it. Do you just uh, uh, end the, it the, and move on? Absolutely. Next week, take it out back, put one behind its head and finish it. Well, they got... They the, got... the biggest mistake, in my opinion, that they made was taking a, a wrestler that people loved in Trish Stratus and try to force feed her as a heel. Yeah. Look at what happened with Becky when they try to turn Becky heel. It never worked. They wanted to love Becky so much. They fought so hard for Becky. We were so on your side, Becky. Your the fans were one of the reasons Becky got to where she was. And now all of a sudden, creative decide, now let's change your heel. Now people are supposed to go, but wait a minute, we don't want to boo you. We like you. Yeah. Same thing with Trish, Hall of Famer, everything she's accomplished. And it takes a very, very unique personality and a master of emotional manipulation, which there are very few left of in this business, to be able 
to be loved and turn that around to hate. But it's an art form. It's like it's like when Anakin says, uh, you know, you know, can I can I learn this? And the Emperor says, not from a Jedi. It's the next level of manipulation in a ring where you're so loved, but you can become, make yourself so hated. Yeah, I think they're going to have their match. They're going to have that cage match, Bully, and then this story is going to end. You know, Trish is a Hall of Famer. Again, the, the, it's not going to hurt her. But what they're going to do with Becky next after Trish, I think is going to be the big question moving forward. 877-344-4893, 877-FIGHT93. That didn't work, but something that did, go ahead, Bully. I'm sorry, I always go back to this. If Nia Jax never stiffs Becky and breaks her nose, where would Becky be? I don't know. It's an excellent question because that... But it's, that, a, it's a legitimate question. It's a legit because when you looked at that four horsewoman, she was the one that was on the outs. She was outside that bubble. Becky, Charlotte, and Sasha were doing amazing things. Becky, unfortunately, kind of got lost in the sauce there. And she was number four on that list. That punch to the face catapulted her in the, in the fans' eyes and everyone's eyes that she was a major player because it was real. It was real as real can get. Unfortunately, what we've been seeing from Becky over the last year is probably as far as you could possibly get from real. Hey, everyone. It's Howard Bender from the Andy Up podcast. Every weekday, Adam Ronis and I serve you up the picks, plays, and fantasy information needed to win your bets. You know, this isn't just your average sports betting show, though, for one very good reason. We won't tell you what to do unless we've already done it ourselves. That's right. We put our money where our mouths are, so we're just as invested in each bet as you are. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, free for most subscribers. One of the major highlights from Raw last night, Bully. And that was the Nakamura promo on Seth Rollins. Now, we've talked about Nakamura a lot when it comes to how to use him, why they haven't used him, and maybe one of the reasons why is his promos. Can he resonate with the promo because of the language barrier? And one of the things that we talked about is why not have Nakamura do a promo and just have subtitles? Why can't that work? We've asked that question before. Last night, they did it. And I thought it worked. I thought it was a home run. And to me, it was the most relevant Nakamura has been in years. The password is they listen. <laughs> we said Not it with Oscar, And we said it with Nakamura. They did it last night with Nakamura. Not nearly as funny of a password as Leatherface. <laughs> that was ridiculous. Uh, yep, they seem to be on track with Nakamura. How much on track remains to be seen. Let's see what happens with the match with Seth. Is this injury that Seth has real? Does Seth need some time away to get it taken care of? Thus, they're setting Nakamura up for a big win. The subtitles, 
listen, they've worked before. That's why we suggested them on the show weeks ago, and they will work again like they worked last night. They actually worked in NXT also. Um, if you do not have a command of the English language, and it is a bit of a struggle at times to understand exactly what Nakamura is trying to say, go back to what has worked in the past. The subtitles work perfectly. And it, it and even though it's kind of like a throwback to that old school heel, it works. Yes. You know, Dave, there aren't many things that didn't work back in the day. When it came to wrestling and heel or babyface 101, not much of it didn't work. The wrestling business had tr has tried to get away from it so much, which I never really understood. I never, you, you know, I, I and this is not about me. I'm just using me as an example. When I was asked uh, about the Bully Ray character, Aces and Aids, blah, 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 back in the day, how, how did you, how did you do this? How did you, how did you pull this heel character off? Blah, blah, blah. I go, heel 101. It's the, it's the most basic version of a heel you can get with my twist. Everybody hates a bully. So call yourself Bully Ray. Wow, that's rocket science. What are you going to do in the ring? Uh, punch, kick, and uh, cut promos where people have to boo me. Oh, oh my God, you're a rocket scientist. <laughs> it's, e it's the easiest shit in the world. It's been working for 100 years. The Nakamura characters, even the way Nakamura talks with like his eyes and his yep. that deviousness to him, almost like I don't know if you get almost like a Fuji esque evilness to him when he talks. It almost reminds me of like uh, Mr. Fuji and uh, the witch from The Wizard of Oz. I'll get you, my pretty. Um, so but it shows a little character. It shows yes, a little personality sure. from him because I think part of the problem with Nakamura and with Asuka is they're forcing them to be something that's completely shallow and one-sided. If you're going to get into a character, you got to have some depth to the character like we were talking about with Becky. There needs to be some emotional investment. There needs to be some depth, and there needs to be a story. I got that from that promo with Nakamura last night. Hopefully the WWE realizes that last night worked. It worked for me. It worked for you. I'm sure it worked for a lot of fans. Stay on track with it. Now, were you, were you let down by what Nakamura whispered in Seth's ear? No, I, I, I kind of liked it because it's real or it could be real, and there's a story there. And I and, and again, Nakamura gave the details of that story, about the code, about what's tattooed on Seth Rollins' back, even though his back is failing him right now. Thus, he's failing by living by that code. Like, wow. I mean, there was a... And that, again, when it comes to WWE production and those types of vignettes, they usually knock it out of the park. They knocked that one out of the park last night liked what i saw good stuff thumbs up now on the other side of that bully what i loved was seth rollins now seth rollins right away he comes out to do the interview and he does the laugh 
And I'm like, you got to be shitting me. Like, after what we just saw from Nakamura, you're going to play that over-the-top bullshit character with no depth? And instantly, he changed. As soon as he was questioned, he changed. That The Seth Rollins that I saw last night, that's the Seth Rollins that I want to see. All right, you could be that over-the-top character, but when you're pressed and when somebody's poking the bear, you got to show that other side. And he did last night. And he showed some vulnerability, a little bit of weakness. He also showed a little bit of anger. That's what I need to see from Seth Rollins. That was the most I saw from Seth Rollins in months and months from that character. A couple of months ago, maybe maybe more than a couple of months ago, I was trying to explain to you, educate you and the nation about baby faces and what baby faces are afraid to be these days. Do you remember the word I used? Vulnerable? Correctamundo. Ding, ding, ding. Circle gets a square. Turtle wax on its way. Yay. Vulnerable. We're not used to seeing our our baby faces be vulnerable, but more importantly, admit to being vulnerable. When you can admit to being vulnerable, you are now resonating with people because pe- most people know what it's like to be vulnerable to something in life. And now here you are, this larger than life character, this joke arrest. <laughs> but I have an injury, but I'm vulnerable. Now people sit back and go, whoa. I'll never forget the day. You'll remember the angle better than I do, Dave. Wasn't it? Wasn't it the powers of pain? Who stuck the spike? Yes. In yes. Road Warrior Animal's yep. eye. Yep, that vulnerability from the Road Warriors for the first time ever. Like, holy shit. I remember seeing Animal do a promo by himself. And I believe he was sitting there with a patch over his eye. And he was in, he I don't think he had his paint on. He was in street clothes. And he said, basically said, I would love nothing more to come out here and to yell and scream and tell you what I'm going to do to the powers of pain when I get my hands on them. But the doctors have recommended that I can't raise my voice because it will put too much pressure on my face, which might cause the stitches in my eyes to burst. So this is the best I can do right now. But I'm going to assure you that when I get my hands on the powers of pain, blah, blah, blah. For the first time, I saw Road Warrior Animal vulnerable. You never saw a Road Warrior in that position before. I was able to emotionally invest to the next level with animal because you need that. But, and, and again, that meant so much to you because, because you thought the road warriors were invincible for all those years. You're like, they're and, invincible. And that's why it was so impossible to get heat on the road warriors because of that invincibility level. But now when animal was able to wrestle again and the powers of pain went for the eye 
I was able to root for Animal in a different way because I know he's got a bad eye and those scumbag powers of pain are going for the bad eye. If I remember correctly, was it the spike or was it the weight? I think it was a weight. It, it, it was, was it, it was weight? one of those it yeah. was one of those things. The, the spike Dusty the was weight. with the spike. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, you're right. I mean, again, just the vulnerability because you need to have that side. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. They say plants like music. Yeah, no, like really, they, they respond to the vibrations of it, which means that this playlist you're listening to, the plants are too. You know what else plants like? Organic soil from miracle Grow. It's made with all the best stuff like wood fiber and compost. Plus, it's Omri certified organic, which officially means it's made with superior ingredients. And when you give your plants the stuff that makes them happy, they won't judge you on your iffy playlist. Hear that, plants? So go ahead and give them miracle Grow. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash.